This is Surfing Through Cinema. I'm your host, Hawaii Harry. Today, with my brother Hunter, we're going to discuss one of the most divisive films there is. In honor of its 20th anniversary and the supposed last film released this past weekend, we're talking about Star Wars Episode I, The Phantom Menace. Okay, Harrison. So, <laughs> I'm not Harrison. I'm Hawaii. Oh, shiz. You're right. Hawaii Harry. That's fine. I mean, we could have put two and two together. If I saw Hawaii Harry, I'd be yes. like, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, on here, I want to talk about The Phantom Menace, of course. Yeah. But first, what were your thoughts on the movie we just watched? The Phantom Menace? <laughs> not that one. The one we saw before that. The one yesterday. Uh, shouldn't we save that till the end? I guess we should. Save because it we'd till be the like, end. if you don't want any spoilers, let's. <laughs> so what you should do is restart or something and yes. mention. Stick to the end, and we'll give our uh, first impressions <coughs> of Star Wars: Last Return of the Jedi or something. What is it called? Maybe you should add that into right. your part. So yeah, more to talk about. Okay. Yes. So. <clears throat> this is Surfing Through Cinema. I'm your host, Hawaii Harry. Today, with my brother, Hunter, we're going to discuss one of the most divisive films there is. In honor of its 20th anniversary and the supposed last film released this past weekend, we are talking about Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Stick around, because towards the end, we will also be giving our first impressions on uh, Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker. Yes, Rise, Rise of, of Skywalker. Skywalker. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, spoiler alert, a little bit ahead of time. Okay. Jingle. Okay. We're back. No, wait. I wouldn't say that. Because <laughs> we didn't leave. Yeah. So, that was the jingle. All right, Hunter. So, first, I wanted to talk about the technical details of The Phantom Menace. Yeah. So, first, I put one of the first motion tracking characters, Jar Jar Binks. Really? Yeah. Did you know that? <laughs> no, which is bad because, like, last year, I totally, like, I studied the, the, the behind the scenes for this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> really? So, it, do you just know that fact and that's it? No, I actually, no, I Googled it. No. All right. Well, what's funny, though, is if you watch the behind the scenes, he's there in person you know, yeah. main character wearing oh, the costume. Oh, and he has the, the face thing. Uh-huh. He yeah. has the head on top, and he's wearing visors so nobody yeah. looks at his eyes. Yeah, I remember. So, yeah, they wanted the sight lines correct. I do remember that. Yes. Uh, it's really funny yeah, looking. That's funny. I like that. Yes. So, what's something you noticed? Um, something interesting, probably in the same behind-the-scenes video I saw. Probably, like, my favorite thing about kind of what they did is... Um, in the in the scene where they first they go in the, the pod race hangar uh-huh. and uh, they're like talking they're talking with the guy and and uh, Qui Gon's like, yo, uh, roll the guys like I'm gonna roll the dice whatever that scene okay Watto Watto <laughs> that's his name I just yeah. watched the movie I should probably know this you but should probably know that no my the hangar the hangar all that all that lead up for for the hangar the hangar but um no those those are those are huge models like like those are like four foot models those are uh, real uh, and, right yeah and they look sick <laughs> I obviously have important comments to make about this 
<laughs> yes. I just thought that was really cool. There's like an image of one of the prop designers uh-huh. like in inside there, and it, it kind of like puts it all in perspective. Like he's as big as the pod racers, and it's, it's really cool. Or the ships, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, then you weren't paying attention to the video. <laughs> <laughs> I must have watched a different one. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Okay. Another cool technical detail. Released in May of 1999. I was alive then. You are not. That's correct. Because that is how time works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure this was the first movie I ever saw as a kid. At least in theaters. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. You... I'm pretty sure mom and dad took me to that. Really? Mm-hmm. You were one. Yeah. <laughs> well, they took me to Bugs Life, so they figured I was ready for that. <laughs> That's a big step up. That's PG. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't uh, matter. It is PG, so. I mean. Mm-hmm. You want to... And what else, what else is crazy about that is that's the same month and year Carter Chug was born. So... Who's that? <laughs> our cousin. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's what our, I don't for know. the audience who doesn't know, our cousin was born in that month. Our cousin, year. who you definitely care about and know. Uh, if <laughs> I don't. <laughs> we'll cut that out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. A little mishap there. Anything else you've written in there? So, I didn't write this down. <laughs> so, okay. My problem with the prequels when I was younger, uh-huh. I just for me... Because I saw the original trilogy first, because my my daddy raised me right. Yes, he did. He raised us right. <laughs> um, he or no, I just always had a problem seeing like the original trilogy and and the the new movies or not the new movies, but the they prequel were, trilogy. They were the new they movies. Were the new movies. Uh, I had a problem seeing those as the same universe because to me, like just stylistically, they looked so different, mm-hmm. like completely just not in the same universe and I was I kind of struggled with that um until I saw this thing (laughs) it was an interview I should have written the guy's name down that would have been smart because then you know you could go check it out yourself but validate this like the like the the lead art director I don't remember his name I could look it up anyway so he was he also was having troubles design like for the for the longest while he would turn in these designs to George Lucas and he'd be like and George Lucas would be like nah this ain't right chief and so like (laughs) (laughs) so it took him a while to figure it out and and like the best way George Lucas or like I guess George Lucas explained it to him in this way and it helped him see it he showed like an old like you know a streamliner like those old really cool looking trains I don't know what they're called or what era they're from oh yeah yeah the bullet trains okay like yeah like the very original ones or in like the the new Incredibles movie I'm pretty sure it's like that yeah that versus like a new freight train that like a cargo train how it looks all rugged and whatever Mm -hmm. and he's like that's kind of the difference I'm going for this like sleek old like golden era whatever versus like the now so industrial and like whatever oh that makes sense so like to me that was like Okay, I get it. I can I can accept because I don't know. It's just it looks cool and it, it totally fits in, in my mind. Especially if you look at like the rebels in the in the original trilogy and like how their stuff is all like boxy and dirty and gross. Mm-hmm. And yes. then in the prequels everything is clean and pretty and stuff. Because like well, I mean, it was it's the golden era. Like oh, I, another thing that stood out to me is like when, when Obi Wan is looking out into the city in the beginning or 
it in the movie. Mm-hmm. Not Padme, actually. She's looking out into the city. You see all the cars going on. Any any of those scenes where, like, you see all these weird ships going around. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, at first, when I was younger, I was like, this is dumb because I don't see that in the original trilogy. <laughs> but now when I see it, it makes me think of just, like, the hustle and bustle of, like, a, a working, like... Metropolitan. A metropolitan area, right. Mm-hmm. So, that's... Anyway. <laughs> that's <laughs> nice. what I thought. Nice. Oh, that's cool. Thanks. Well, despite people's dislike of it, this film has earned over $1.3 billion. $1.3 billion? Billion. That's a lot of $1 bills. That is a lot of $1 bills. And what's interesting, though, is approximately 900 of that was from the initial run, and then a couple, about 120 extra, were from the 3D re-release of it in 2012. Do you remember when that happened? The re-release in 2012? Yeah, when they were doing it in 3D. <laughs> no. No. Should I remember that? <laughs> well, do you remember the app then? Like the Brisk Saber? Yeah, yeah that was for that? That was for that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was, that was like... for the re-release. Whoa. I did not... Brisk, baby! Like, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, and- the guy, I'm pretty sure... Uh, The guy's name was Doug Chang. Doug Chang. <laughs> I might be wrong. Let me look at his face. Shout out to Doug Chang. If you're listening to Let this. me see his face. Okay, well, because if I'm wrong, then rip. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, I didn't... But did, what did, in the re-release, did they do, like, what they did with the original trilogy and, like, change a bunch of crap? And No. No? Funny enough, George Lucas hasn't really changed these at all. But he, he changed Yoda. When was that? Well, I guess that was with the Blu-ray release, but... He doesn't really... He hasn't really t- yeah, touched his, his precious... Oh, okay. His <laughs> precious prequel trilogy. His precious prequels. Yes. I will say, I honestly didn't realize that this movie was a movie. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. In my memory, I was like, the the lightsaber cut stuff and then uh, it ended. Right? <laughs> and then, like, actually paying attention, I was like, wait, there's a story here. Oh, something's going on. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Do you have more technical details? Well, just that it was the last movie till the sequels to be shot on 35 millimeter film. Because every movie afterwards was made on video and digital. And digital? Yeah. That's that's actually interesting. Was that like a time thing? Like like we were just barely getting the ability to start shooting digital professionally? Yeah, yeah and I'm pretty sure the Attack of the Clones is the first digital movie. Like first one made not on film. So like every yes. movie before then. The first. The first and the last. <laughs> it's a horrible movie though. Yeah, well that's for another episode. That is for another time. Yes. So, let's move on to the plot. Here was my synopsis for the plot. <laughs> oh, boy, here we go. It's a, it's a five-point synopsis. Point one, taxes. Point two, <laughs> fix spaceship little Anakin. <laughs> Point three, super cool little Anakin. Uh-huh. Point four, more taxes, chancellor guy. And now point five, um, the credits rolled at the end. That wow. is the story. That is Phantom Menace. If you ever needed any synopsis anywhere, well, that does I should sum put up that on my, IMDb. Yes, that does. Sum- <laughs> yes, from Hunter, 
Here's the five plot points of The Phantom Menace. Taxes, Anakin, and taxes. <laughs> yes. Actually, something interesting that I learned today watching this, because I procrastinated and didn't As watch usual. it. As usual. Actually, yes. I had homework, because I'm a working young man. Working no. young man. <clears throat> but something I realized is the opening scroll... It's really important to read. <laughs> For once, it's important. I've never read them before until <laughs> until until Rise of uh, Rise of Skywalker. Uh-huh. That was the first one I've ever actually read, and I was like, "Wow, I know what's going on." All right. Oh, this is. A- so then with this one, I was like, "Now I get it." Now you nice. <laughs> it's it's the backstory. Mm. The. The prologue tells you what's going on. Exactly. <laughs> well. Didn't know it was important. It's very important. <laughs> There's a reason it's there. Something I want to point out real quick, backtracking, is uh, this is the first time since A New Hope George Lucas has directed a Star Wars movie. Right. And every prequel movie he directed, and it's very obvious that he directed <laughs> them. Yeah. Did he do all three prequels? He did all three prequels. Well, then you don't have to say every prequel. You could just say the prequels. That is true. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Okay. (laughs) Well, I'll save that, but... Yes. Yeah. Well, to go back to the plot, to kind of expound... Expound, expand. Expand on what you said, whatever the word is. (laughs) I don't know. Darth has separatist leaders attack Naboo Mm -hmm. because it's his secret plan to become chancellor or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the Trade Federation thinks that it's to, like, do something important. I don't remember. <laughs> it's, they not were a, like, it's really not important. <laughs> they were like, I don't, okay, I kind of didn't understand their motivation. Maybe I wasn't paying attention, <laughs> which is usual. But I was like, all right, so these guys, they're the Trade Federation. Uh-huh. They kind of control everything. And the, and And the Senate was like, oh, taxes. And then the Trade Federation was like, um, we're just going to stop trade with these like outer planets mm-hmm. because someone told us to do so but like what I wasn't paying attention was he saying that they were going to get something out of it because like at that one point one of the trade federation guys is like this was a bad deal or whatever <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's all I remember I was like yeah it was a bad deal you got some creepy cloak dude a phantom menace maybe he's the phantom menace is he the phantom menace I thought it is was Darth Maul is Maul the Phantom Menace? I don't know. Is is Metropolitan Society the Phantom Menace? <laughs> is it taxes? That's is, is tax? There it is, actually. Oh, there it is. Because you don't even realize it. You buy a sandwich at the store, five cents in taxes, didn't even realize it. It's a Phantom Menace. Because I guess when you buy sandwiches, you're in Brooklyn. Yes. <laughs> That's why you're where talking do you, about Where do you buy sandwiches? <laughs> I want good, I want quality food. You want quality food, eh? <laughs> Yes, please. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, we're about time for our break. Is there anything you want to say in the next 30 seconds before we go on our break? About the plot. Oh, I will. You'll bring it on later? Uh, No, here it is. Ready? (laughs) All right. You sat in big (laughs) doo-doo. Whose decision was that? (laughs) Why? And every other thing they said, like every okay, like I'm not kidding. The Gungans, they were like, "Hey, 
let's just be 90s and throw in some classy characters. So then every Gungan line is all like, yo, what up, bro? <laughs> like, like, what was it? Oh. Well, what were you saying earlier? Gun's gun. <laughs> what'd he say? Pasted? Gungan's gonna get pasted for this too? <laughs> Char Char. He's like hip with the kids. Like, what the heck? I knew. Anyway, uh, that was, that was that's it. my thought on the plot of the movie. <laughs> Yes. All right. Well, we're going to go on our break now. So. Surfing Through Cinema is a podcast that premieres weekly on Monday mornings at 5 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. For more information, visit our website at www.anchor.fm forward slash surfing through cinema. All right. We are back. Yeah, that was a quick break. (laughs) (laughs) That was a quick break. Okay, so we're going to discuss the critical consensus and then our actual views of the whole movie as a whole. Yeah. The whole movie as a whole. whole, That makes sense. The holistic viewing of the The whole movie uh, as a whole. Yes, as a whole. (laughs) So. Does the movie have any holes? Many. Many (laughs) plot holes. Mm. And loopholes. And also... um, you sound yeah. big dude this time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So, Roger Ebert, he said that the movie has action scenes that are interesting, but the plot was very convoluted and all over the place. Yeah. Did you feel that? Yeah. Uh, something I was thinking about earlier was watching The Phantom Menace, mm-hmm. and I assume the other movies... Uh, directed by George Lucas. <laughs> it's kind of like going to a play and watching a stage production. Yeah. Because, like, everything is so focused on, like, blah, 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 like, whatever people are saying. <laughs> and so you're like, if you're like me and you're not paying attention a lot because you're a little, annoyed, I don't know, dumb, uh-huh. then, then you're like, all right, when's the next action sequence? Because, mm. holy crap, all everyone ever does is, like, this is dangerous. This is really risky. Like, wh- why are you saying that? We can... S- I don't know. I don't know. No, that's interesting to think about because every time somebody's talking, the camera is on them. Hmm. Like in a play, your eye would be directed towards them. Right. And so... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like... It's very awkward. It's very... I think someone had told... Okay, our father. He, or our actually, father. He told me something that a lot of people say about the movie, I guess is uh like or about george lucas in general is he's kind of he's very like practical mm-hmm. in the sense that like like when he directs it's it's a lot it's a lot less emotional it's a lot more yeah. focused on like getting the lines out so it does offer more stiff kind of acting mm-hmm. and i definitely felt that watching this it was is some sometimes you were just like just you, like it kind of feels like they're just moving along with the script and you're like all right Anyway, a lot of like, talking with Luke or Anakin's mom. Yeah, or, like, or even Anakin in general. Or Anakin in general. <laughs> like, what was it we were laughing at? And he said, <laughs> Yippee! Yippee! <laughs> Why? Like, twice in the movie. No, like, yeah, but he just had weird offhand things. Uh-huh. He'd be like, Are you gonna come with us too, slave mom? Like, no, she's still a slave, Anakin. They just told you that. It makes me wonder if they, in order to teach a kid actor that they have to talk in a certain tone all the time. Because throughout the movie, he's like, are you going with us, mom? (laughs) Yeah. Am I going to be a Jedi? I think that's just, 
a kid trying to be like trying to enunciate and get everything out. Or George Lucas was like, oh, yeah, baby. This is good. This is quality skill that's right here. quality acting right there. Yeah, that's what he sounds like. You're right. Cut action. <laughs> Cut action. We just take one take here. So that I kind of... I was a little uncomfortable. Another thing I was uncomfortable with, I should pro- well, Well, I guess I'll just bring it up since I'm already t- opening my mouth. <laughs> um, that everyone complains about, so I'm not saying anything new, but... Padme, mm. if you have to kneel on both <laughs> knees to hug some kid, at, at, you're telling me that he's like the love of your life. You're going to marry him someday. Like, <laughs> why? What the heck? He's like, OK, there is a scene where she's like, like consoling him when he leaves. He's like missing his mom. Uh-huh. And all I thought was like big sister consoling like little yeah, brother. Yeah. It, I don't. Like, and then in the next movie, they're all, like, lovey-dovey. And you're like, oh. And he says, like, I've dreamt about you every day for ten years. Like, super creepy. It's not normal. No. (laughs) I mean, he's not a normal individual, but he doesn't have to be. He has a high midichlorian count. Yeah, he does. Oh, midichlorian. 20,000 per square inch. I don't actually. (laughs) Who knows? That was stupid, too. Well, Rotten Tomatoes talks about how this movie is dialogue-heavy. Yeah. Like, every scene is exposition. That's, like... To that's, the T. That's a stage... Pro- like, Which if is, you go to, mm-hmm. like... I don't know. Like, you have to act through the words for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just because I really only see high school stage productions. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've just... I've never seen, like, The Professional. Uh-huh. But that, I, I agree with that. Good job, Rotten Tomatoes. Good job, Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> and then, the audience... And the critics have given it below 60%, which is their fresh rate. So both the audience <coughs> and the critics gave it 53 and 59%. So mm. it's rotten. If you add those two numbers together, it's over 100%. That is true. <laughs> Therefore, that's... It is rotten to the core. <laughs> it's just hilarious that... For once on Rotten Tomatoes, the audience and the critics are in agreement about something. (laughs) That's fine. That's true. Especially like a lot of the newer movies that came out, for example. Cough, cough, Last Jedi. (laughs) Last Jedi. Or another example, Captain Marvel got pretty good, pretty decent reviews. Yeah. Pretty boring movie. You know what else is a boring movie? The Star Phantom Wars Menace. Episode One, The Phantom Menace. <laughs> yes. Actually, no, I I liked it because mm-hmm. I was paying attention. But if it was just kind of on in the background, no, maybe it's the other way around. I don't know. It's kind of boring. <laughs> it's very boring. Well then, let's get into our views then. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna list off my five points of it, mm-hmm. and then you'll discuss your five points. All right. So number one for me, better than Attack of the Clones. Which is not a popular opinion. Nope. Not a popular opinion. I like the animals. <laughs> you like the animals. But here's my <clears throat> here's my thinking. Although both have like one or two action sequences, I feel like Phantom Menace kind of spreads it out throughout the movie. Yeah. Like it's every 20 minutes or something. Yeah. Whereas in Attack of the Clones, the main battle is the last 10 minutes of it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not even that good of a battle. Like, it's super short. <laughs> well, I will say, the action in this movie 
is really exciting. Uh-huh. At first, you're kind of like, uh, but then like towards the end when Obi Wan just goes ham yeah. on, on Darth Maul, like he like cuts him in yeah, half. Yeah, no, but like alert, like but. when he's getting to that point, he's getting aggressive in like whatever. I was totally into it. He's just like doing all this weird crap, and I was uh-huh. like, that's cool. I can't yeah. do that. Yeah, he must be a Jedi. He must have Jedi reflexes, right? No, high middle chlorine count. <laughs> yes. Okay, number two. Jar Jar Binks is pretty bad, but not as bad as young Anakin Skywalker. I still think Anakin is worse than Jar Jar in this movie. Is Jar Jar in the next one? He's in all three of the prequel movies. He's in all three? Yeah. <laughs> why don't I remember? Did I suppress that memory? Is that why I don't know? I was like, I want my childhood to be decent. <laughs> so I just forget Jar Jar. <laughs> yeah, he gives the the uh, emergency powers to Palpatine that helps him become the Emperor. Oh. So he's actually kind of important in the other one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the klutz be- is a klutz. Yes. So that's Jar Jar. <laughs> that's Jar Jar. But no, I think Anakin, <clears throat> like, super annoying. Like we talked about earlier, yeah. his acting is horrid. Yeah, but he's a kid. So? <laughs> <laughs> I watch Stranger Things. Yeah. Good actors exist. Yeah, Stranger Things is loaded with kids his age or a little bit older. The Goonies. The Goonies. Why not just make him older? There's a better chance of getting better acting when he's, you know, not 10. Uh-huh. Another issue I've had with it, they say he's too young or too old to be a Jedi. He's 10 years old. What do you mean he's too old to be a Jedi? I don't know. I thought that was a thing. Like, they, they find, like, the wee children. Well, they said that of because the of this movie. They made that a yeah? thing. Yeah. That's actually, honestly, that's, <laughs> that's how everything goes. Like, George Lucas does something, and then everyone's like, okay, how do we... <laughs> hang on. How do we incorporate this? They have to put up a big, like, board and have everything plugged mm-hmm. in and whatever. Because to me, it makes sense why Luke was too old, because he's mm-hmm. an adult, and he can't be manipulated that much anymore. But Anakin was 10, still yeah. young. And he could be manipulated. Yeah. I saw how Qui-Gon talked down to him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no. it's, just, it's never made um, sense to me why he was too old to be a Jedi. Well, my thought on this was uh, Hayden Christensen. Was he around? Did nobody know he was around? <laughs> like, <laughs> they brought him on later. It should have just been him the whole time. It should have been him the whole time. The they, What they would have lost was some of that weird council stuff. But what they would have gained was a more believable... Like, Reason love story between Padme and Anakin. <laughs> um, but also, yeah, it'd be more similar to Luke. Mm-hmm. How it, like, Obi-Wan, I mean, Yoda went against the code when, when Luke was a chi- uh, weed, weed boy in the episode five because he trains him a little bit. Well, there's George Lucas breaking continuity again. Well, but... By I adding know, more There's continuity. no Jedi Council by then, whatever. No, there's nothing like that then. Evidently, Yoda had books inside there. <laughs> yeah, then he burns them and... Last... No, he doesn't burn them. In The Last Jedi? Yeah. Oh, I guess I'm talking about the other planet they're on. I don't know what I'm talking about. In The Last Jedi, Rey takes the... She stole the books. So when, when Luke was all oh. like, The sacred texts! And then... The sacred texts! Yoda's like... <laughs> um, we go and look and Rey... It's a trap! Rey has them in like her bag or whatever. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that until last night after watching... Oh, yeah. (laughs) After watching... uh, Spoiler alert. (laughs) I guess Uh, it's not really a spoiler. I mean, it's not a spoiler. We knew that she had the books, so it makes sense. Yeah, so I guess it makes sense. See them again. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. So that's my thoughts on Anakin. Um, 
My thoughts, not enough scenes with Darth Maul. Yeah. Which is why he's in Rebels, Clone Wars, <laughs> and Solo. Because <laughs> people love Darth he's Maul. He's in Solo. Oh, yeah, he's at the end, huh? Yeah. I totally For like two seconds. <laughs> hey, not enough screen time yet again, no. Uh-huh. I thought, I feel the same way. To me, he's kind of just like a final boss. Like, he's there to remind you that, oh, we should be worried for them. Because if he wasn't there, they were never going to be found, right? True. So the whole time, he's supposed to be, like, hot on their tail. Uh-huh. Um, but also, it was like, all right, bro. <laughs> he exists. Yes. He's here. I don't know. I kind of liked him in this movie, though, a lot. Like, Darth Maul? Mm-hmm. Didn't do anything. Stood out to me a lot as, like, a cool character, though. Mm-hmm. I like him a lot more in this than I do in the other things. Because in the other things, he's always talking. He's, like, really mm-hmm. creepy and crazy. What I was going to sit thinking... What I was going to thinking... Well, you were going to think. You were thinking. He's the only character who acted with emotion in the movie because he was one of the only characters that had no lines or had very little lines. For real, though. He had, like, five like, lines. The camera would be on him, and he'd have to, like express an emotion and you're like alright I get it but then when we meet Anakin's mom she's like I'm a slave girl and he's like at last we'll have a revenge oh yeah yeah that's like one of his two lines (laughs) (laughs) alright there's Darth Maul um the pod racing was pretty cool but it went on way too long it was like 14 minutes I agree with that way too long but I will say okay the audio, like the sound design for the pod race, uh-huh. is incredible. Good old Ben like, Burt. Shout out to Ben Burt. Is he the. He does all the sound for all the Star Wars movies. Nice. Well, it's there's a reason he's a professional. <laughs> there's a reason why. <laughs> I just, I love hearing them like whip by and they all have different sounds and things uh-huh. explode and it's sick. Something interesting about that you might have seen if you watch the behind the scenes videos and paid attention or whatever. <laughs> uh, the, 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 the arena. Like that main area where everyone's sitting and chanting and whatever. Uh-huh. Um, they had, they built a, a live prop, or like a live model for that. Yeah. Um, it was kind of similar to like the, the, the hangar. Um, and for that, there are some distant shots where you see like none of the people are really moving. Um, but it's like far enough away that you can't oh, tell they're like they little, little sticks? Yeah, they're, they're like Q-tips or whatever. Yeah. Like painted sticks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was super cool. Uh, they're all like different colors and it's like you can't really see them. So like, why not? But did you notice when it does show the people up close, <clears throat> it's just them copying and pasting yeah. all around the arena. <laughs> Is it? I know. Yes. It's like this exact same 20 people. That's hilarious. All throughout it. Yes. But still, I thought it went on too long. I will say, I really like the sound of Sebulba's uh, pod race. But his, his pod. His thing was sick. Anakin's was kind of whiny like a race car, but yeah. his thing was like like chugging along. It was like, like a motorcycle. Yeah, right? Yes. I love that. Plus, that scene is just like, it's really cool. Something interesting is like when he has to fix the pod racer i hate that that's what it's called the pod the pot it's called pod. pod racing but what but they drive are called pod racers they're not called pods mm. for pod racing interesting i don't know anyway but what i thought was cool is like when he has to fix it uh actually i stole this from dad but anyway <laughs> when he has to fix it you get to see him like manually do all this stuff and you see the sensor thing going crap and you're like uh-huh. that's that's interesting i'm entertained anyway yeah I was like, entertained. Oh no! Is he gonna die? Oh, is he gonna make it? Oh, he does. Yeah. Good for him. But also, you get to see like cool, fun mechanical stuff. That's like interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
That was cool. I know. And now, number five. That's a good adjective. Number five. This is kind of a jab, but I digress. But I don't care. Everything you've said was a jab. I know. (laughs) That is true. Here it is. Star Wars is mainly for children to enjoy. Fanboys need to stop hating on it when things don't go the way they want it. (laughs) They have to realize... This isn't going the way you think it will, or whatever. This isn't fan fiction. This is what George Lucas wanted, even if it was a pile of crap. Even if, what he, he wanted. even if he wanted to write some political drama with a couple like action scenes spursed in the middle, it's his movie. Yeah, what would have been a more suitable movie for this kind of atmosphere would be like a court drama about like people in the Senate or whatever, uh-huh. and then every once in a while, a guy just watches an action movie in the middle of it, and, he, and you just see scenes from that. <laughs> yes. I don't know though. I, I honestly enjoyed it a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what are your what are your <clears throat> opinions? So I definitely wrote these down. <laughs> um, okay. Actually, <clears throat> I don't know why no one talks about this more, or they do. I just didn't realize this. Anakin's Jesus. Anakin's why, Jesus. Why? Why did he make him Jesus? <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, the midichlorians made a baby. What? How? And why? I also, think, why why did I not know this? Did I just forget? Well, I'm pretty sure it's Palpatine who did it. True, one. Like he made he manipulated midichlorians to create life. Yeah, but how? How? Well, do you remember how he talks about it in Revenge of the Sith? How is how Darth no. Plagueis knew how to make life? Bro, I don't remember any of those movies. <laughs> Let's see, maybe I should watch those. This is why you and need to watch open it. my mouth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember those as little as I remember this one. So that's true. Or as much You're like as I what three one. four when it came out? It I didn't watch it back then. I just haven't seen it for like <laughs> since I was like ten. You got a point there. Well, <clears throat> I've been watching them all. All mm-hmm. watching them all leading up to the new one. Mm-hmm. So it's all fresh in my mind. But um. So yes, as you were saying. <laughs> He's, yeah, oh. he's basically Jesus. He's basically Jesus. Honestly, the only things I re- noticed because I'm not the film student, so I don't know anything. <laughs> I just noticed random crap, like something that bothered the crap out of me during the pod race scene. Uh-huh. There's this little two second clip of a dude selling like food to the crowd, uh-huh. and he's wearing like a baseball cap, but it's not a baseball cap. It's like an alien hat, uh-huh. but it's like. Why would you stoop that low, George Lucas? <laughs> <laughs> Why does he need the hat? That's stupid. Wait, well, well, it's, it's just, it outside. Made it, it made it look like he's at a baseball game, and I was like, "This is stupid." He's selling hot dogs. I want to watch. I no, I not, it took me out of it. Not baseball. NASCAR. NASCAR. Do people sell hot dogs at NASCAR? Yes, Hunter. That's dumb because those are loud cars. So if you're like, "I would like a hot dog," the guy can't hear you. They, so they have stands. Stupid NASCAR. Go up to. Oh, I went stupid. to a NASCAR race once. Hey, I think I went to that one, too. And GameStop won. Yeah, I thought GameStop blew up. No, GameStop did donuts at the end. Oh. Because that's what they do. That's what I wanted. When Anakin finished the race, I was like, do donuts, let's go. Let's do donuts. (laughs) Anyway, whip that bad boy. (laughs) So what else did you... Whip the pot. I know he's a slave. I shouldn't say that. I meant the pot. (laughs) I'm just clearing things up so people know I'm not being insensitive because that would be awful anyway anywho (laughs) what else did you think what else was your opinion 
I mean, that's all I have. <laughs> that's all. That's all, folks. I, when I watch a movie, no, I, I don't know. I should have put more time into this. Obviously. Obviously. I feel like what I've said is enlightening. <laughs> I think I've said all that I'm going to say. <clears throat> I want to talk about. Yes. We'll talk about the new movie we just saw. So, of course, spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler warning, I guess. It, well, is this gonna be, well, should, we should do an unofficial ending, so if someone wants to skip, they can just be like, all right, the end. Yes. <laughs> so, well, that's our thoughts on The Phantom Menace, folks. Um, I don't know. Anything you want to add to it? Yeah. Honestly, it's not as bad as everyone says it is, Yeah. in my opinion. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. It's, I liked it. It's not bad. I like talking people sometimes. <laughs> I like it when people talk on movies. It's like watching my teachers talk in class. It's like going... It's like homework. That's what the movie is. The movie it's, is homework. You have to homework. pay so much attention. <laughs> and if you don't pay attention, you'll get an F. No, you'll just be bored. <laughs> One and the same. For real, though. At least if you get an F, that means you were doing something else stupid. Yes. All right, well... Is that the end? Well, this yes. That's the unofficial end. This is now unofficial we get to talk ending. about the now rise of Skywalker. The rise of Skywalker. The rise of Skywalker. So, we, as I stated earlier, I've been watching all of them leading up to this. <clears throat> so fresh in my mind, a bunch of things in it, and uh, I'll just initially say my initial Excuse thoughts. Me, what the heck! I liked it. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a satisfaction satisfying conclusion to the Skywalker saga. Right. Wasn't everything I wanted, but mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty good still. Mm-hmm. Well, here are my here's my initial reaction, similar. It's good. I like it a lot. <laughs> it's dang good. <laughs> Honestly, I loved it. There were uh-huh. more than a couple times where I had to like physically like suspend my disbelief is that what the phrase is sure because there were a few times where i was like all right star wars <laughs> like what <laughs> just throw away things like like there is a scene where where finn, oh we're in spoiler territory now something yeah, we, we finn, could talk about finn and the chick from the planet with the horses oh like, uh, they were on the star destroyer right uh-huh. it's blowing up and it's crashing and the millennium falcon comes down and they jump on it and they're safe and then all of a sudden they're like they're like looking at it break uh-huh. and then all of a sudden the, the, the Millennium Falcon's just like flying away and I was like okay I'm just gonna like I know I know they didn't fall off the top of the Millennium Falcon <laughs> yeah no but, exactly but I was like I that, that cut was really fast <laughs> yes like, where did they go they had time to jump in all of a sudden I don't know another thing maybe the door opened like Lando came out in in episode 5 yeah Maybe they went in that. I no, don't know. yeah, they jumped. They got in, obviously. But well, I was just like, it was yeah, just really but... fast. And for a second, I had to like, okay, they're not dead. It's fine. And then I they're not hanging the on. Um, there's something else that really got to me. Okay. In that same scene, uh-huh. the huge, massive fleet of these Sith ship things with big old guns on their bottom. The Last Order. The yeah. Last Order. That's what it was called. <laughs> so they get there, pose there. Everybody's there. Like <clears throat> the main, the main people are there. Mm-hmm. fighting them yes. and they're like ah frick our guns can't do anything to these big cannons on their bottom so what do we do and Poe's like oh just survive or whatever and they fly around and they can't blow anything up right and then out of nowhere when the when when Lando comes back the whole, the whole with the whole fleet, fleet yep. same exact types of ships someone just had in his backyard and he saw like the message board and was like yo let's, <laughs> let's go out to some weird crazy place and figure out how to get there and whatever mm-hmm. so they get there right 
did Lando know how to get there? How did he know if he didn't? Whatever. No, actually, I think whatever. Doesn't matter. They get there. They're probably tracking them. Got the message <clears throat> they sent out. Same exact ships. Mm-hmm. Blew up the guns under the things. Yeah. Like, like this late, like someone comes down in like an X-wing or A-wing or whatever yeah. and just shoots it and ex- blows it up on his own or her. I, I actually think it was a lady. I don't remember. But like a, a, a ship comes in and blows it up and it blows up the whole Star Destroyer. And I was like, what? What what bullets are di- what la- are they using different lasers? Were theirs like yellow or something? What did right. I miss? So that bothered me. That got to me. I was like, no. Or maybe this is a K end game Captain Marvel moment when she just like flies through the thing and blows it up. Uh-huh. That's how I felt. I was like, I mean, different different response, but like just the fact that they were like all of a sudden able to blow it up, but everyone else couldn't. Yes. Okay. Or maybe it was like you know how in Lord of the Rings, two towers when they say you can't penetrate their armor and yet they shoot an arrow in the neck and the guy dies anyways maybe they found like the neck flaw no they, they <laughs> shot the cannon <laughs> they shot and the it cannon. didn't blow up and then some people came and shot it and it blew up and then they blew up like 10 of the ships <laughs> and then and then Sidious is like this doesn't even matter I'm so cool like okay from the basement he was in the basement he was in the basement I like the Borg moment when he's like hanging from the ceiling all yeah, connected like and wired Lady up. Borg, uh, Creepy and weird. Whatever her name was. Yeah. Lady Borg. That's her name. I liked his Not eyes. Borg. I loved, like, the the lighting of his face. It, how kept, it, like, it would, like, boom. scatter around in different places. Yeah. So you'd get, like, this creepy look, but then it would, it would only be for a second. His, I was sick in the very beginning. Okay, actually, Kylo's dropping and in, descending into the pit. I just went way back to the beginning. <laughs> but when Kylo descends, the pit, it here. opens, and he descends down that thing uh-huh. with his lightsaber out. That shiz is cool as heck, man. Yes. I was like, dang. But then another part that got to me, when Kylo jumps in later at the end and he hits the chain and he's like, ouch. He said, ouch. Why do you need such big chains in your basement? What are those chains holding down? Those are Mondo Burger chains. Why are they so big? <laughs> Mondo Burger. <laughs> I, for, I'm stupid. I get distracted by stupid stuff when I sound no, like chains. that's important. I was like, uh... Okay. <laughs> Something else going on down there I don't know. For real, though. Um, There was another point I wanted to make. I don't remember. I don't either. Shiz. No, it was kind of important. Oh, it was more... Well, I was saying... I was talking about dumb things that I didn't like, right? Or not dumb things that I didn't like. Though I like it more than Phantom Menace. I will say that. What was it? Frick... Frack dang. I don't want to move on, but we probably should, even though I can't remember. <laughs> it makes me sad. Well, I just think it's ridiculous that Rotten Tomatoes gave it yeah. a 53%, okay, yeah. right? Right, okay. All these like critical reviews, I saw this one review. I didn't read it. It was right before we were about to watch the movie. It was on Snapchat or whatever. Uh-huh. And it was like, this movie is like, frick, frick. Why am I forgetting it now? I had the word. Fetch, Doug, what is it? Dull, boring. No, un. What's it? Underwhelming. The movie's underwhelming. Why was that so hard to remember? I need to think out loud sometimes. (laughs) Underwhelming. What are you talking about? That movie was was, sick. It was loaded with stuff. How was that underwhelming? It was awesome. First half, kind of annoying. Actually, actually, I will say, (laughs) MacGuffin. MacGuffin's galore. Galore. (laughs) The freaking. It turns into Goonies at one point. They're like, I don't know. 
It was just like, gosh dang, I don't care about the dagger. Oh, the dagger has writings. You know, the dagger's the only now, thing that has the... Oh, we gotta find the Sith Tracker. Why is that the name of it? That's a stupid name. Like, I don't yeah. know. They're being all like, they're like, wow, this dagger. And it's like cool and historic. And you're like, this is interesting. But then they call it a Sith Tracker. And you're like, bah, yeah, bleh, that, that, that was quite the MacGuffin. And did it bother you? It looked kind of like the sword from Lord of the Rings. Sting. Yeah, it looked like Sting, didn't it? Yeah. The dagger. And it had the little Goonies key thing. So she uh-huh. like, yeah, she, she like just so key. happens to like, oh, maybe She's if like, I pull on this weird red oh, thing. Ah, oh, sick. And then it points to it. Yeah. I did love that sequence, though. When she goes in there, she Into sees Kylo. Yeah. I think somebody's here. But that's okay. Um, dang, I'm really sad I can't remember that one thought. Because, yeah. like, it has been on my mind all day of wanting to tell you. Yes. But frick. Anyway. Well... Overall good movie. Okay, Overall actually, good movie. <laughs> this is so dumb. I'm going to digress for another second and annoy the crap out of whoever decides to listen. But, okay, you have rocket ship, you have rocket pack dudes that can uh, fly with their rocket packs. That's pretty cool. You have dudes who drive cool little sand things. Hmm. Why do they have to launch the rocket dudes off the sand things if they have rockets? They could just fly off. They don't need to be launched. They could fly. They literally flew. Yeah. They. I thought it was like launching, and those were like boosts, and they would get onto the little oh, yeah. craft or whatever. But no, they just flew in the air for the whole time. So I was like, you didn't need to launch them. That was stupid. Merchandise. Well, Probably. I was just thinking maybe it's like in Actually, the Battlefront game where when you get too you high. You can glide for a little bit, and then you, <laughs> you fall. You run out, or you're overheat or whatever. Maybe <clears throat> it's yeah. that. No, they flew. They were straight up jetpacks because it's not a video game, so they don't need some weird mechanic like that. It's a movie; they can do whatever they want. That is true, and they did do whatever they want. Movie, movie progressed because movie. Um, real quick, favorite set in the movie? In ooh, I liked Kylo's room with Darth Vader's helmet in it. That yeah, he had like all the collectibles all lined up and Uh stuff. That was cool. And the interior of the uh, the Last Order ships looked really cool too. It did, yeah. I liked the red and black helmet mix. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Something else that was cool. I don't know why I loved it so much, but when Lando shows up in his cruiser thing, yeah, and they're in there, it was like it's like the weird rolly thing uh-huh. at the sand planet, whatever it was called. I don't care. They get in it, and it was sick. It was sick, dude. It was sick. 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 It was cool. It like it was like like a little trade on wheels depot thing and I was like I would like to own that yeah. and barter with people and yell at them for being dumb in my little ship yeah um what did you think of Ray being a Palpatine I don't care I thought it was cool <laughs> you thought it was it. cool yeah I liked the whole grand granddaughter grandson aspect of it she can't kiss Kylo if she's her brother his brother sister or whatever I think cousin they're not cousins. I was thinking about it. <laughs> Palpatine is Palpatine else. created Anakin. Mm, mm, also, please stop that thought. <laughs> okay, I'll stop it. <laughs> I see where it's going. <laughs> messed up family tree, the Skywalkers. <laughs> no, but now Rey is a Skywalker. She is. I liked that. I liked that. I liked a lot of the fan service, too. Kind of wish they had more ghosts, though. Yeah. We, like, well... 
like Yoda and yeah, Obi-Wan. We got to hear everyone's voices. Yeah, that is true. That was cool. Honestly, it fit that scene because it's all black and dark and creepy. Mm-hmm. And it would be like, oh, the blue people are here. That's true. I don't know. No. Okay. One thing that Avatar. got on my freaking mind. That what? Luke's hair as a blue person. Was a lot longer than it was before, right? No, it was just annoying as heck. <laughs> I was so distracted by his hair. It was like greasy and like long. I, I don't care. Looked- I thought it looked even longer than in the last one. It yeah, it was gross. Yeah. Um, I think Okay, if if Darth Vader when he died and he took uh-huh. he took Hayden Christensen's form. What a beautiful man. But he beautiful took, man. <laughs> he took An he looked like Anakin, right, or whatever. Yeah. Why couldn't Luke just make himself look young? Like, why did he want to yeah. be some like oily old dude who's been living in the water planet or whatever? Well I don't know. I think here's two reasons why. One, because maybe he didn't know that yet, mm-hmm. how to do that. Or two, because J.J. Abrams needed his Obi-Wan Kenobi as a ghost part of his third movie. Like how in episode six, Obi-Wan comes back. Yeah. They needed that moment. Yeah. Which is one of my big problems with it is it's very similar to Return of the Jedi. I didn't care. Still good. Well, when everyone complained for Force Awakens that it was so similar or whatever. It is true. I was like... It was still good, okay, though. I like them both. I like them all. It's a movie, and things move around, and there's shiny lights. So yes. thank you. Yes. Well, Hunter, unfortunately, our time has run short. Is it unfortunate? Is it, though? <laughs> Any last thoughts before we sign off today? Um... No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> well, if you haven't seen it yet, go see the new Star Wars. It's spectacular. It's spectacular. I'd give it two it's thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Out of two. Out because of two. I only have two. I'd give it three out of four. Thumbs up? Yes. And that's a little weird. <laughs> because I am General Grievous. I have multiple there you thumbs. Go. Sure. I think he has eight thumbs, though. Because when you look at his hand, just oh, saying, it's like the weird claw crap. Oh, you got a point there. All no, right. he has a point. Eight of them. Well, thanks for listening today. Thank you, Hunter, for being here today. Thank- thanks, Hunter, for being here today yeah. on the show. Of course. And thank you to all the listeners. Next first episode. Of the very first episode ever. Ever. And the only episode. <laughs> no. Well, maybe. <laughs> well. <laughs> Next week, we'll discuss, or I'll discuss, do you want to be here next time? Uh, I'd love to be here next time. Okay. Next time, we'll discuss a timeless classic that has been adored by both fans and by just about everyone for over 80 years. Until next time, this has been Surfing Through Cinema with Hawaii Harry. Take care. Thank you for listening to Surfing Through Cinema. Make sure to check us out on Facebook at Surfing Through Cinema with Hawaii Harry and on Instagram with Surfing Through Cinema. We also have a website, www.anchor.fm forward slash Surfing Through Cinema, where you can learn more details on upcoming episodes and on past episodes.